Hello, everyone, and welcome to Janky the Max, a podcast where we talk to inspiring creators and the fascinating projects that they create. Uh, today on the show with me is my fantastic genius of a co-host, Glavin. Hello, everyone. Glad to have you all here to listen. Uh, t- today on the show, we're going to be interviewing Apt on his work with uh, Scoreboard and web applications. It's going to be really fascinating. Uh, before we get into that, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, all these episodes are recorded in the Janky DIY Discord server. Um, you can ask questions, we record on there. It's a great place. If you aren't on there already, you can totally hop on. Um, we're on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, just about everywhere. You can podcast, so like, subscribe, whatever the thing is there that you do uh, to show support. Um, that is my alarm. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, Today on the show, we have Apt. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. So, uh, right off the box, the, the, the question I'd like... Right off the box. Wow. Um, for the start, I'd I like to ask, uh, just a general, how does it work? Explain your setup. Give us the, the big picture. Well, um, I guess I should start out, like right away how it started because that's kind of like building up to it was the best part about it so it started out with um i, I was a server just at a, a restaurant and a nice pool hall in the back side of the restaurant 10 or 11 tables so there's this big tournament coming up 128 people and they were all pumped to stream it to facebook because streaming is just becoming bigger and bigger it's happened about two years ago now i think maybe almost getting to three years now but Streaming's getting so much easier. People are just going with their phones and streaming whatever. So they were planning on you know, just attaching their phone to the ceiling and streaming the pool table, right? Me coming from uh, computers my whole life, I had experience in OBS. I'm like, hey, you know, I can set this up. And they're like, ah, oh, maybe next time, you know. And I'm like, well, it's actually real simple. I'll set it up. You can keep doing your thing. I'll set it up. And I had like three, four cameras set up. And I had a GoPro some old webcams and and a phone running an IP cam app to send the feed over. So I had four cameras going and they were all garbage cameras. The GoPro, if you know, it records great, but it does not stream very well. Oh, so yeah. you can stream it with a little hack on it and it streams at like 240p or something like that. But it's, it's, it's smooth. So like I actually did use that camera for one of the main side cams and then I had like an overview cam and another overhead cam. So it was real cool to switch through those cameras and make a, a production out of it with these horrible cameras. And that's actually still on our YouTube channel. You can go find it somewhere on the Mad Apple streaming. That is what it's called. But it's funny because we've progressed a lot since then. And it was because of that tournament that we had so much success with. Like, I still haven't had the numbers of that night. Like, at one thirty in the morning, we had over 100 people watching. It was oh, wow. a big tournament everything. So it was a lot of fun. And since then, it's taken off. He's He, he built a, a tournament director booth, but then also built me a section in it. So from there, I built a computer to automate the streaming. So I built up a, a uh, Arch Linux uh, system that I can automate everything with batch scripts. So I did that. And every morning, the stream starts up at 10 and shuts off at night. And it's just a super awesome setup now and now i'm getting into cameras and what's better where to go different formats of technologies 
But uh, yeah, the whole custom stack was built up, ground up as we went along. Wow, that is that is no small feat, though. So, um, I, one of the things that I think is really fascinating is that you actually have it like all in house. So you not only is like the hardware and from like your end, you also do, we also have a website that you also did right. completely DIY, so right? I had my VPS already rented out for my personal website, my personal.com. So I just made that a multiple domain uh, redirect and then built the Nginx uh, RTMP module on top of that. And um, I don't know, it all just came together. That's, that's pretty great. Uh, what were some of like the biggest problems and challenges you had? Um, a current one I'm actually having that I need to get through is uh, we want more cameras, but we we've got like a 10 megabytes upload, right? But when you think about the feeds, I want all of these feeds being uploaded, right? So I can send a FFmpeg script of 720p or 1080p, whatever I want at a certain bit rate. So if you do the math on that, I hit 10 megabytes upload pretty quick with only a few feeds, I believe anyway. So I'm trying to find a way of how to get more feeds sent to the website. You know? Yeah. Because a yeah. bandwidth is a very limiting factor for me that I did not think about getting into this and saying, yeah, we can open 10, 15 cameras. Yeah, that, that, that's a very interesting problem. And I bet, I mean, does the restaurant also offer Wi-Fi to its customers? It does, but I think that's a separate okay. um, in I think there are two, like, modem boxes going in. So I, okay. does anybody know it? you have a limit of one mic, maybe we can just bring in another one, right? <laughs> How many times can we connect to the... <laughs> or, well, that, that entirely depends. Are the, is the cameras connected through Ethernet, or is it wireless? Um, I've been thinking about going to wireless, but they are Ethernet right now. Yeah, because if you had... I, I was part of an event where... Um, was like That's a lot of traffic, yeah, in the you air. You have a box and... and yeah, because they had everyone like shut off the internet, which sucked because I was stuck there for like I think it was twelve hours, almost twelve hours. No internet. It was miserable. But yeah, yeah. um yeah, if 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 it's uh wireless then you might have to think of that issue. Um, I actually do have an issue uh that's popping up in response. It's like an encoding issue or something right now that I gotta work out too. Um every once in a while the video gets like choppy. I it's either the encoding, CPU can't keep up, or like uh, the re the what is it? The delay function in OBS might be failing. So every once in a while, the video has a choppiness, a stutter to it. But right now, it's actually good. So it just happens every once in a while. I gotta work that one out too. So I mean, huh. issues do pop up all the time. You gotta figure out what it is. But that's part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. That's what were some some things you like? I mean, obviously, like, when you came into this, how much did you know versus how much did you know? Like, well, I never, see, I knew a lot about streaming and uh, web development because I was always in those two things, so that wasn't too new to me. But the the cameras and the video and all of the technological 
things about those and the encodings about them. I got really into it, and all of that I wouldn't have without it, without the push to needing better cameras and understanding what's going on with these cameras. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, isn't another aspect of your project that you worked on? So, I mean, you have, you, I think that's the fascinating thing about There's your so project. many parts of it. Yeah, another great part was the scoreboard. Yeah. So you saw me building a physical scoreboard. It took me like a month or two. I got into electrical engineering with the uh, um, seven-segment displays and what was the other thing called where you bring a whole bunch of points into one, uh, one central thing and then it's being able to use multiple seven segment displays. So it's funny because I can't even like, I don't even remember the name of this part that it took so long to learn how to use and it was amazing. <laughs> and once I got that work inside, physical push buttons, score up, score down, the race up number, because in pool when you're um, in, a, in a match setting, it's a race to, it's not like a best of five, it's a race to three, you know? So it's whoever gets to that third win first. So you do your, because it just comes up in handicaps. So if some person's way better than the other, they have a race to three, and then the other person has a race to five or six, you know? So they have to play a lot more and win a lot more. Um, it's, it's mainly for the handicap. So I had to build the custom scoreboard around that, you know? So um, yeah. scores up, scores down, and the race numbers. And then right when I got that, like, to the very end of being completed, um, the whole time I did want to make it digital. I'm like, why are we doing this? But he wanted to put it in boss size. He, he wanted to put it into the pool table, have it be like a smart pool table. And I'm like, Let, let's just have a tablet on every, next to every table. He said, all right, fine. finally, after this month or two of learning how to electrical engineering, he gives me the go on making it um, digital. So I stopped the MQTT server, or whatever it is, and um, started learning dart and flutter and that's <laughs> app development so i completely just 180 went to a different section spent a day or two in that because i knew i could pump it out easy so i i whipped something out in a day or two and plugged the um, scoreboard on the wall took some pictures and it was good to go and i really haven't touched it since but i'm going to now that i'm adding another table so we're going to have two scoreboards and then eventually have more scoreboards for all the tables so that I can have an automated tournament set up. So when a tournament's going, everybody gets assigned their table. They go there. Their names are already there. They just score up, score down. When it hits the end, it confirms, boom, sends it back, all automated. So that's kind of like the end wow. of the program. That's, that's really cool. Uh, so you, you're no longer using the, the, the hardware scoreboard that you used with like the display and everything but you change from that to building an app yep yep and the easiest quickest way i could find was flutter and dart i think it's kind of newer technologies but i'm not too sure on that i just spent the weekend on it got what i needed out of it i plan on going back but um i just like i said i'm jumping all over from area to area where it needs. That, that reminds me of that meme uh yeah, where i am more locked so it's really your next foot in quantum mechanics. <laughs> last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's that's uh, probably most of the fun for me is just jumping into something brand new. Oh yeah. And if you have that reason, you know, this is why I always stress project driven development. You know, if you have the, the the reason, if you have a goal or something, even if you think it's crazy and impossible, like building a Mac or a 
a giant right? I love that guy for doing that. That's so awesome. I look at those pictures and just jaw drop. I know. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's so, team, yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I think he's going to be on a couple of things. That, that, you definitely guys even want to tune in for that one. Um, but <laughs> enough of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Super awesome. Uh, so, uh, when you were building the, the app, I guess that that wasn't too hard for you since you already had a strong development, strong web development presence. Yeah, and I've even had uh, some uh, more in-depth programming experience, too, um, when I did try to get into app development quite a few years ago, four or five years ago, um, when Unity was getting pretty big. I made a, as actually right, when the Flappy Bird was oh in yeah, time, I, that. I made a custom Flappy Bird clone. The same idea, you know, but it's called Pigeon. You need to dodge the Elvis Seltzer pills, and <laughs> it was it was a great learning experience. And then I remember getting into Python even before that, and a module on there, a library. It's called Pi Game. So I made a, a, a slot machine game with that. And that was actually one of the most intense things I've ever done because if you know Pi Game at all, that's refreshing the screen with your own loop and you design your functions to display what's going to be refreshed onto the screen. So it teaches you a lot about, you know, how stuff is being displayed to a screen. Yeah. I bet that, yeah, that person that really needs to say, do we? I still, to this day, I have no clue how Flappy Bird became so popular. <laughs> it was it was a part of the time when the market was still young. The games would come and go, and it wasn't the no nobody had like big conglomerates of big game developers. They didn't own the market yet, so a lot of indie developers were able to get to the top of the page. And then they would fall out. So this was happening for a bunch of different games. And Flappy Bird got really big, really fast. And then what kicked what kicked it into gear was the guy getting death threats and then taking it off of the market and people still wanting to play it. So that's kind of <laughs> why it, it was the legacy it is now. But didn't he didn't he get death threats after he took it off, or did he get death threats before? Before, you know, it was people who couldn't like they rage induced from the game. They would send them emails. <laughs> What? It, was, it was it was like a broken like jump function in the game and it was very difficult and uh, yeah people got pissed. <laughs> I mean that's that's classic internet right like you if you take the a, a large enough amount of people you're gonna get the crazy. And I don't know he could have done something with it but he didn't. He, he yeah. took it off and became a meme. I mean I, I think that there's something to, to say to putting on your head and not um, not keep going well past your prime. No. Well, was it was a free game though, so I don't think he turned it into a profit venture. He took it off and didn't make anything or he could have like made I made like something around like fifty thousand though. I wanna say like a week or a month or something. I mean like a lot of money in its prime, I think simply through like ads, I believe. Like I remember hearing that there was like some way he got money. It okay, wasn't I didn't know any, that. Okay, any that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. So he was uh, doing something from that. 
yeah, that, that, that was just one of the, all the something that always just kind of puzzled me because it, it seemed like, uh, I don't know, there's, there's, there's so many more interesting, fun games than <laughs> hitting a space bar waiting for a birthday. <laughs> I guess it, in some ways it's a, it's an archetypal comedy of parody of so many of the pointlessness of so many mobile games today that are just elaborate Skinner boxes. Yeah. Another thing that scares me about even publishing is the the rip off clones. They'll take a program and just rip it off and use different assets, republish yeah. your thing, but better. You're breaking up. Oh. Hold on. Uh, is everything should be good. Okay. Good. Uh, wait. What, what were you saying? Not sure. Where did I cut off? Oh, about the uh, rip-off clones of apps. Oh yeah. So they would just take the same idea of an app and uh, publish the same thing with different assets, different graphics, and advertise it better than the original. Right, because they can have the, they have have the budget the, and the yeah, focus exactly. to do that. And yeah, I heard China, um, that's why if you like make a product, I, I've heard, I don't, I don't think so, but any, any high-end product that any company, new innovation that comes out here, someone in China can replicate that in two weeks and have it on the market for like a tenth of the price. Yeah, so one way to get around that, I've heard of many different ways. One way is like have a key that it, it contacts the server for this key. If the key doesn't match, the app won't work, right? So then you right. just change the key throughout. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. Um, I remember when I was uh, getting into drones, the flight controllers would have like a, something very similar to that where you'd have to like enter in some special code and you only got it you get some knockoff clone. Yeah, that's fun. So are, are there, there any, uh, outside of this, this, this massive sprawling uh, streaming service or streaming pool service, I guess, do you, are you working in any other projects? Um, kind of. It's still along the same pool niche or niche way. How do you, how do you I, I always mix them up. It, <laughs> you're wrong either way. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So it's kind of in the same area because I've met a lot of people and um, somebody had a great idea I kind of wanted to collaborate with. And so everybody to find a pool tournament right now just resorts to Facebook. That's the only thing there is across the country for pool tournaments. A lot, a lot of people look for pool tournaments, but they just... People, some people make a poster and post it to Facebook, and then there's no compiled area for all of this data of these tournaments coming up. So I just wanted to make a simple app, well, you know, uh, app or website that is like a zip code, city finder, find all your tournaments in the area, let people upload them, um, just let the users run the site, you know, just by uploading and have it all be, uh, what's the word for just running itself but uh, automated uh, yeah central location a hub for all of the tournaments in your area or in my area um, so that's another side project going on too right on so uh 
how long do you think it'll take for you really get into getting that going full swing? Oh, you know, you know as good as I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, it's like you plan for it, but then you never really know. Yeah, and <laughs> I kind of got a, a foothold in it, and I just got to get down to it. But this main project is kind of just taking over all of this. Nice. It's definitely, I can definitely tell, like, the the fun that you have when you try and get into a project and you have all these new unknowns that you're getting into, but then, like, yeah. you start seeing the success you start rolling. You can't even go back because you don't even have time. <laughs> uh, one of our viewers had a question. Um, did you have a deadline and any support from anyone to build this entire system? I had great support from my boss, um, and he's always pushing for deadlines, but it's not so much as, like, a a set deadline um, as can we just get this done as soon as possible and I'm working as hard as I can but it's one man on a whole bunch of different areas so I'm going to different phases and this next phase is actually a lot of work because I do have to get the um, bracket generator completed so I can make a tournament bracket with depending on how many people are in it and then run all that data through it um, as far as the support goes um, my boss, he will buy me whatever I need to get this going. You know, I need a stream computer. Well, mm -hmm. what do we need to get that going? Well, I have some parts. We need some better parts. So we'll put something together. To get to. Need some cameras? What do you need? How much? So it's come a long way with his help. And he's got some ideas too, you know, so it's not all of my ideas. A gotcha. Lot of it was his ideas too. Do you think you'll get to a point where you'll need like a second hand to be able to help, like an assistant to help you out with this? I hope so. Um, definitely, uh, the plan is to build this up enough so that we can build it up in other places. And at that point, yeah. I... Right on. So, uh, what other places do you think you'll you kind of uh, have? You have like any idea of like what other places you want to expand to, like other types of tournaments, perhaps? Yeah, it's it's so open ended because um, we actually just had a state tournament in our place for darts. So there's a dart league tournament, and I've done a state tournament for foosball too. So those are all kind of along the same like bar sports, I guess you would say. But it doesn't have to be limited to that too. I've done a, a press conference kind of thing where it's a yearly conference. Mm -hmm. um, so. It could be anything as far as live streaming and video production goes, you know? And one thing that we have that other people don't have is the multicast. Because it's the custom RTMP server, I can cast the same stream or whatever stream I want to uh -huh. wherever I want all at the same time. So right now I actually have this tournament that's going on this weekend streamed to YouTube as well as streamed to my website at the same time, the same feed. I decided not to turn on the Facebook feed um, because I have to do a little work on the secure tunnel for that. Facebook doesn't allow an RTMP. They allow an RTMPS. You need that security layer. Gotcha. Uh, another one of our viewers asked, do you have any uh, ideas for partnerships uh, after you get this project really up and going? Uh, not really ideas as far as... Um, just hoping for the best. Like I said, it's super open-ended. Um, whatever comes to us, whatever we want to do, we'll, we'll definitely 
Nice. Then, where can listeners go to learn a little bit more, or uh, kind of what resources you kind of was going through to be able to build this project or to hear something or more about it? Um, in my project in general, um, I guess just Mad Apple Streaming anywhere dot com or Facebook or YouTube. I just keep trying to post more and more about it as I come across new things. But then also here, I post most of my stuff I do right to the Janky DIY. Uh, just as far as learning, if you want to learn how to do these kind of things, mm-hmm. if that was any part of the question, yeah. Um, Google and Stack Overflow, just wanting to learn. That's, you can learn so Asking questions too. Don't be afraid to ask other people. You'll come across the people who don't want to teach you in the same way, but there's five people who do want to teach you compared to that one. So true. <laughs> I definitely had that experience a lot with like in the electronics engineering area. Just like yeah. people have like some questions, actually know like a good bit getting into it, but just like kind of need a little bit of help with this, that, and the other. So it's always a joy to be able to help someone that is wanting, has that hunger for knowledge and really wants to be able to do something with, uh, the knowledge they're getting. Definitely. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> All right, and Jay has returned. Seems like he's having a little bit of a technical issues on his end. <laughs> yeah, I uh, see my battery is completely dead, and I accidentally jiggled the power cord, and then like completely shut down. So, uh, oh, sorry big about oof. that. <laughs> <laughs> what did what did I miss? Uh, so we were just talking about uh, this project, how different resources they can, or where to uh, hear more about his project. Oh yeah, and then answering a few questions in the chat. Yeah, any other questions? I didn't know we had a live. Oh yeah, and that's all I see right now in the chat. <laughs> so Jay, back to you. <laughs> oh, oh god <laughs> let's, well yeah let's, let's hope that doesn't happen <laughs> getting wild over there i know <laughs> all right so let me i'll do this little uh, folder up in here um let me see here loading um, I completely messed up my uh, my my train of thought. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I, I, w- I want to see the recording just to see what what happened. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, uh, you, you're uh, w- w- yeah. How did you start in this? And like, people had had something similar. They went to create like an app web service, that sort of stuff, like what, what tutorials, what sort of, you know, if you come down already, but. Um, depends, you know, like I said, basically just Google, if you can, if you can, uh, problem solve, you could do this. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as. Yeah. Reminds me of that, um, what is it, the, the meme, um, where is it? Oh, I think someone someone posted in Quora. Um, why should I pay like a hundred k for a full time developer when I could just copy code off of Stack Overflow? And someone responded and was like, um, 
finding the code on, on Stack Overflow, one dollar. Uh, knowing which code to copy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. There's a lot of knowledge that comes with it too. It's not just copy and paste. Yeah. Um, exactly. And the best part, I think, though, is if you start ground up and you start learning your own way, you're going to do it maybe the same way, but probably different. And the different way might even be better than my way, too. Oh, so yeah. I, I don't want to point you in the direction that will give you limitations where you can go make something in a different framework that will work 10 times better. Even. And then I want to copy you. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's, that's a good philosophy. When I, when I first started like websites, web development, I kid you not, I was writing websites in Nano, which is... Oh, the, I started in Notepad. This was before <laughs> anything, 1998. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we all started with like super basic editors, like absolute basics. I would, I would like copy, paste. Um, for every new page, I just copy paste <laughs> code, mess stuff up. God, there's got to be a better way to do this. Now, now I'm almost giving myself permission to use a CMS like WordPress or a Webflow. Um, I, I'm almost there simply because, like, of just time. Because you know, it, 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 using even if you use SAS or some of these like pre-compiled languages not pre-compiled pre-processing languages like that i know there's one for html but even if you use like those and bootstrap and all that stuff it still takes a bit more time than it would to just you know drag and drop on webflow even if it is less efficient but i'm, I'm getting stuck on a tangent now yeah. <laughs> i like me my tangents i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna have to respectfully disagree and say death to all of the website, but it's ruining the industry. Because now just anybody can do it, and there are a dime a dozen. Yeah. 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 So what, what is your take on that? I'm curious. This is a good conversation to have. Yeah, I really, I, uh, I really don't like them. Um, I've done even a web Word, WordPress site for somebody because they already had one started. They wanted me to work on it, and. Um, that was even when security was really, really bad. Maybe they've gotten better since then, but there's, from what I've known, there's always been vulnerabilities in WordPress. I mean, when you're talking about the plugins in your system, your WordPress, you gotta make sure it's all up to date and all the versions, and then one little plugin doesn't want to update. So do you stay there or do you go up and choose a different plugin? So there's a lot of things there with, um, dependencies and, versions, conversion control, whatever, and security flaws that I'm scared about with WordPress. But if, uh, I don't know, if you're not so scared, then go right ahead. But <laughs> I, I do recommend not doing that, and then do go pay a developer who went to school for it and loves doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what, what you, do you have a similar take on it, Glavin? Um, I think that you definitely get something that's a little bit more tailored to your specific needs if you actually have a real developer doing something. Um, and that way they're, especially one that, uh, like Apps was saying, is well-knowledged in the field of the web development, then they're going to mm -hmm. be able to know all of these security vulnerabilities that they need to watch for and to be able to implement that into a website where they uh, have a lot 
better security and it's just what you need for your website without having a bunch of extra stuff that just doesn't need to be there. I even know of a web firm that they make websites with WordPress. So I I know that it's even used in like whatever, you don't say an actual firm where they get paid lots of money to make websites where people, they just set up a WordPress site and manage it, but uh, yeah, it's used. Yeah, no, for, for me, what's, what's killer is, I mean, all that stuff you said is, is absolutely spot on, um, but another thing is the speed. Like, it, there's just so much unnecessary garbage that comes with it. Bootstrap too. If you use full Bootstrap, that's gonna have a lot of garbage in it. But nowadays, you just pick up yeah. the stuff you want in Bootstrap, and it compiles. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, was it Purge CSS? There's like some NPM package, and you can get that will remove all the unused rules. But, but like, okay, I I checked out a website. It was static, nothing. Like, there there was nothing too dynamic or moving Node.js, at least in theory, there shouldn't have been. I went to check it on Google PageSpeed Insights, which I think is now Lighthouse, um, and it got a score of 19 out of 100. <laughs> 19! I mean... <laughs> That's funny. I, I, don't, I don't even know how you can get a, a website that low. <laughs> I mean, the lowest I've gotten mine is maybe... For your fifty before optimization, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I don't like them, but I can at the same time, I can, I can understand it. Um, I mean, especially okay, like a, a mom and pop business or a family shop, you know, where they just need some web presence, and you know, even even if you got. Uh, a beautiful, fantastic website, you're only going to get maybe like 20 extra customers a week. Right. Like, is it really worth them going out and finding, you know, someone who can actually do a good job and do it? The question then to you is, are they selling products on that website or holding right. information confidence where they need security? Because in that case, then you do need to hire somebody to do mm -hmm. that security. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because you do not, you do not want that stuff. Uh, and then there's the, the argument of, well, if you do it yourself, you'll be limited to the extra X customers. But if you let somebody else do it, they are very, very good at it. You know, mm -hmm. you can do it good, but they can do it better. And what right. can you get from that better? You know, exactly. Yeah, I, was, I was listening to a video uh, Brett sent to his really good, uh, essentially about pricing for web design stuff. And me, I need to learn how to price my stuff. Oh, it is. Thing I'm really bad at is the business side of everything. I just want to sit there and type. Same here, man. Like, yeah, it, I, I, I have a terrible time asking people for money. Even, even, even though I absolutely deserve it. Right. I, still have to yeah. hard I, I uh, can't even get myself to ask for it. I still can't. <laughs> It's hard. Um, no, this this video is, is you're gonna love it. Um, maybe I'll even put a link in the in the show notes so you guys can see. But uh, part of his thing was look at it from their perspective. So like go some I mean, I'm, I'm 
gross paraphrasing of it. Go through the numbers and ask them all these different questions and to see like how much of a profit you're going to be helping generate for that company, right? Because if you're, if, say for example, they make 45% of their sales on an e-commerce site, right? And you can, and since e-commerce, since it's direct to consumer, at least the person in this situation, um, since it's direct to consumer, you're going to have the most margins, right? You're not having to pay for sales reps, you're not going to have to pay mm -hmm. for the retail location, right? So e-commerce is like the most profitable way, right? right? So if you can bump that by, say, redesigning it, rebuilding, if you can bump it up by like 2%, okay, you're golden. Like you can charge so much money and, and be, you're, you're, if you put in the right way, you're going to get that money because they're getting a return on that investment. And even if you're in a smaller city and you tone that back a, a step and you, you, focus on more clients and you just work on these smaller mom and pop shops, you get more clients, you know, you could make a living off of that too and just have a bunch of clients and it's small. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then it becomes into a, well, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I've been on the like Upwork freelancer, all the, all those sites. Um, I mean, first I, I think that a lot of them, if not all of them, I'm going to say that very hesitantly borderline are unethical um and it, it essentially becomes a race to the bottom you know because you know i living in a first world country things just cost more you know i mean i can't i'm not going to spend an hour or so of my time you know throwing together a, a layout and submitting it to in one of these like contests and then the client may or may not pick me. And if he does pick me, he's probably one of those cheapskates since he posted it on yeah. here is going to, you know, <laughs> haggle about the already way too low price, you know, because uh, you're you're competing with, um, like, if you if you go for, like, oh, I, I, I'm so much less expensive. If you, if you go for that. You're then competing with the cheaper people. Yeah, you're, you're competing with. You know, someone from India or someone from the third world country, um, and you know they just things they, they they can make less money and still survive, and you know. But you just can't do that in a first world country, though. Right, right. right. And that's another thing that I've run into, uh, even with my company, is like trying to compete with cheaper bidders. Like, we can't really make our product much cheaper and still survive. So instead, we just focus on the fact that we are a superior service, we're a superior product, and that's what people are wanting. So that's why we charge a higher price. And people feel like they get something better if they pay more for it. It's okay. Well, yeah, or in some cases, they actually do get something that's a lot better than just well, even if it's the same there. thing, if you pay, it, it, like that's the test is if you get the same exact thing that you paid more for, it, you feel like when you pay more for it, it's a better thing, even though it's the same. Oh yeah. Oh, I got what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Oh yeah, like imagine if you got you submitted a proposal for building a a two million dollar app, okay, for some company. You know, if, if someone was paying you that kind of money, like you could, you could hire top tier designers, you could hire, I mean, you, you might not be personally worth 
uh, <laughs> right, or you, right. two million dollars. But the thing is, you'll be able to access to a whole new tier of services and yeah, yeah, and abilities that you know, some, some guy who charges twenty bucks for a, for a website just can't can't compete with. And if you can compete with it, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fifteen dollars uh, a month custom RTMP over a digital load. <laughs> and a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. That that yeah, that's why people careful of the I just yeah, I hear I hear stories of people being able to make it on like Upwork and Freelancer. Um I'm not sure if any of you have had any experience. I've that. known one person who lived off of um freelancers uh, websites um, didn't live very well had some struggling months but he had some good months too hmm. so yeah so see, that's what I hear I hear that some people can make it and other people can't I don't like how they force you to have do everything in their apps like you you can't like move the conversation now like you have to talk on their app you have to can do business on their app. I don't think, I think with Upwork, yeah, you can't even like reveal like phone numbers or the actual like personal names of the people you're working oh, with. Oh, wow. Um, and then, you know, they, they obviously take a, a cut out of everything. And, um, but honestly, what, what stopped me from getting an account is that you have to have, be, have a verified account. And to do that, you have to take a picture of your um, passport and like other ID. And I'm like, I don't need that on the internet. I don't care where you store that. <laughs> I don't care how secure that database is. I do not want that on there. Unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, database work. I recently got into that again, too. Ooh, uh, fun. I was asking you for a little help through that, but you made it through. Got the sign up and login form. And that's actually been haunting me for years, but it wasn't too like learning database management yeah and i connected the php to it and just uh not not so much doing it but doing it the right way in security oh yeah and mm -hmm. that was the the best part about it was knowing that it's secure absolutely yeah no, that, that was one of the things when i was looking at php i, I was actually doing something similar um i mean not on your scale at all but what hit me is just like all especially when you're cleaning data for the for the tables like right. all the stuff you have to look out for and all yeah. the makes you want to go try on some other websites doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> i know oh, did you see the do you see the xkcd comic I posted? it's my favorite one every time i'm i'm working on it i think about it bobby tables yes <laughs> sweet little bobby tables i love it <laughs> i still think about it as i'm working on it every time every time it's back it's so beautiful. <laughs> you should make sure you link that one the in the greatest, description. I think it's the greatest comment. comment. <laughs> oh, yeah, I used to work in uh, back when I was doing computer hacking stuff. I was actually working with companies and having to. There's a lot of issues with their That's databases that I had to help them with. Yeah. <laughs> and that was being one of them, just having sanitized databases where you're not accidentally dropping things or storing any information in plain text. <laughs> but, wow, I mean, I, I think they care about that stuff, but I guess, I guess not. 
Well, they cared. They just didn't know at the time that that was something that they needed to do. Uh, I, so I once I pointed it out to them and showed them how I can completely destroy their system with just a few keystrokes, they're like, oh, we'll take that care of that pronto. <laughs> that, 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 that's amazing. Now, my, my, at, for, for those of the listeners who are concerned, um, it, it's ethical hacking. Not, oh, yes. Not, not <laughs> White hat hacking. So the company would hire me to come in there and look at their system. But somebody else doesn't do it without, like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, they're gonna do it, trying to get in. We're gonna do it just to say, hey, you got. You have a problem, and this is what needs to be done to fix it. So that way, mm-hmm. someone can't come in there and actually do some sort of malicious intent. Yeah, exactly. Very, very, very useful service. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, you don't realize how useful it is until you get us in there. <laughs> <laughs> Or someone actually sure. gives you a problem and, you know, scrubs your t- database or hacks your system. I'd probably, uh, I'd probably think about it like, yeah, take a switch. I need somebody to. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Um, gosh, I, 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 since I, 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 lo- I have this, like, timer thing that goes on, so I can't get it asking it. Since, uh, since it shut down, I kind of lost that data. But, um... I think we probably wrap this up. Um, is there, I, <laughs> other, other than the janky DIY Discord server, do you have any other uh, um, like tutorials or anything else you've written up? or Any any social media you want to plug there after? Um, good. You know, just find me on here if you want to chat about anything. You know, I was kind of planning on maybe streaming these things that I'm creating every day and doing and making something out of that so everybody can watch. That'd be cool. But who knows? So, you know, just come on over to JK and meet us on. Copy that. Um, well, I'm glad you guys could come on. Um, again, if you have not already, follow us, like us, um, leave a review, um, and, uh, thank you to the max! Thank you to the max. Thank you to the max. Thanks for having me.